Hello and welcome to Palace Intrigue. I am your host, Mark Francis. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee came with some surprises. First off, let us take a moment to think about what a remarkable milestone that is. If William were to become king today, William, never mind Charles, he would need to serve until age 109 to tie Her Majesty. The Queen was in a good mood, joking at an event held in Sandringham. A cake had been positioned to face the press rather than Her Majesty, who said, I don't matter, I think I might just put a knife in it. But the big news involves Camilla. In a stunning statement, Elizabeth said it was her sincere wish that, when time comes, Camilla will be known as Queen Consort as she continues her own loyal service. The New York Times reminds us of the history here. Camilla is the second wife of Prince Charles. The two were romantically involved during Charles' marriage to Diana. Camilla, who married Charles in 2005, was long reviled by the British tabloids, who sometimes called her the most hated woman in the country. It had widely been speculated that she would hold the title of Princess Consort, not Queen Consort, once Charles became King. In her message on Saturday, which she signed, Your servant, Elizabeth, the Queen said she was eternally grateful for and humbled by the support she received from around the world during her reign, which began seven decades ago on Sunday upon the death of her father, King George VI. And when in the fullness of time my son Charles becomes King, I know you will give him and his wife Camilla the same support that you have given me. Her Majesty added, These last seven decades have seen extraordinary progress socially, technologically, and culturally that have benefited us all. And she is confident that the future will offer similar opportunities to us. Town and Country captured what a big moment this was, writing, In royal news that matched, if not surpassed, the number of newspaper headlines about Prince Andrew's further exile from royal life in January, the Queen sealed the deal on Camilla's future title. Often she uses her words subtly, but this point was clearly worded to leave no room for doubt. Polls show that public opinion remains mixed on the matter, but unless there is an outrage that forces further national debate, Camilla will be called Queen. Prince Charles said, On this historic day, my wife and I join you all in congratulating Her Majesty the Queen on the remarkable achievement of serving this nation, the realms, and Commonwealth for 70 years. The Queen's devotion to the welfare of all her people inspires still greater admiration with each passing year. We are deeply conscious of the honour represented by my mother's wish. And we have sought together to serve and support Her Majesty and the people of our communities. My darling wife has been my own steadfast support throughout. Prince Charles marked the day saying, the year of this unprecedented platinum jubilee brings an opportunity for us all to come together in celebrating the service of the Queen, by whose example we will continue to be led in the years to come. And as for the Queen Camilla part, Charles said, we are deeply conscious of this honour represented by my mother's wish. As we have sought together to serve and support Her Majesty and the people of our communities, my darling wife has been my own steadfast support throughout. The Daily Mail believes the Camilla rehab campaign began 22 years ago. The Mail writes, How different it all was on that cold Thursday night outside the Ritz more than 20 years ago. It was Charles and Camilla's coming out, a fleeting but scrupulously choreographed appearance before the world's press. Charles' natural inclination had been to go public with Camilla at a royal event, which in his eyes would have lent a certain dignity, but the Queen, yet to be won over by Mrs Parker Bowles, was having none of it. And so here they were, this middle-aged man and woman, in a dark side street in Mayfair at just before midnight. The couple had spent the evening at a 50th birthday party, and as they stepped from the hotel onto the pavement, Charles, sheepish, Camilla, petrified, a blizzard of camera flashes froze them in time. 
This appearance in 1999 was the apex of the finely tuned strategy to win the British people round to the idea of the non-negotiable woman in Prince Charles' life. Everyone knew about Camilla at this juncture, of course, but she had always remained out of sight, and for good reason. Now the couple were dipping their toes into uncharted water, and while it wasn't exactly warm, neither was it icy. Still, there was a long road ahead. The campaign was led by Mark Bolland, the controversial PR executive hired by Prince Charles in 1996 as an assistant private secretary. From then on, he took every opportunity to show Charles as a loving father and concerned single parent while trying to win public acceptance for Mrs. Parker Bowles. After the Ritz appearance, the campaign gained fresh momentum. Suddenly, Camilla was everywhere. Palace Intrigue will be right back. So what exactly is a queen consort? The mirror sums it up. A royal consort is the spouse of a serving monarch whose main duty is to provide support and companionship during their reign. Unlike the king or queen, they do not have a formal position or set tasks and responsibilities. Consorts traditionally help the king or queen in their program of public engagements, from hosting heads of state to attending charity galas. The Evening Standard points out in reality there would have to be a change in the law for this not to happen not only in the UK, but in other Commonwealth realms too, such as Australia and Canada. The Queen's appearance over the weekend will complicate matters for the conspirators who think the Queen is actually dead. Slate answers the question, why on earth would the palace want to hide the Queen's death in the first place? One theory is that they didn't want to announce her death over the holidays. Another is that the monarchy wants to avoid her rule being 69 years, which is not a nice round number like 70, and would probably lead to a whole lot of people commenting, nice under her obituaries. And there you have it. Please follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. I'm Mark Francis. My thanks to John McDermott, Spouse Intrigue, and good times. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you The Top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow the top 11 wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Murder Weekly, dive deep into the heart of 1984 Miami, where a chilling murder sets Detective Mick Reyes on a pulse-pounding chase through the luxurious shadows and the deep, dark world of black market art. Amidst the city's neon-lit decadence, and a killer hiding in plain sight. Follow Murder Weekly and experience a thriller that blurs the line between beauty and horror, available wherever you get your podcasts.